Hi everyone, welcome to episode 39 of Mother Industrialist live show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting and life. I'm Kenneth Chu, the host and the author of Mother Industrialist, Perfecting the Balance Between Motherhood and Business Success. So this is my book, Mother Industrialist. So in my book itself, I've shared uh, 15 mompreneur stories that I um, personally interviewed them and they agreed to be featured in my book. And in these 50 mompreneurs, they are um, mompreneurs that I personally know in the past 10 years uh, that I worked with uh, when I was in Motherhood Magazine. So, and also at the same time, I also share the three P's, uh, how they can kickstart the business and also share with the readers how they can kickstart the business, which is basically the three P's, which is passion, purpose and profit. So, uh, without further ado, let us move into the show and today I'm really, really um, blessed to have this awesome, inspiring mom, you know, that I'm going to invite. I'm so glad that I, I managed to uh, see her and meet her after so many years. And she's an entrepreneur. She's a mommy octopus. She calls herself mommy, mommy octopus and we, we shall find out why she calls herself a mommy octopus. And also, uh, she's a mother of three beautiful children. She's a founder of babyslingsandcarrier.com babygates and safety.com so without further ado let us welcome Pauline hi Pauline hi hello hello Kenneth hello, thanks for coming everyone. hello I hope yeah, you had a great day yeah thank you for inviting me to your show I'm no very problem. honored no problem my pleasure too so um, that's a tradition uh, before we officially kickstart with the show mm-hmm. um, every guest get to answer the question of the day posted by the previous guest so, are you ready with the question of the day posted by the previous guest before we officially kickstart with the show? Of course, bring it on. Okay, so the question of the day posted by the previous guest is, mm-hmm. how do you find your passion? Okay, mm-hmm. I repeat again, the question of the day posted by the previous guest is, how do you find your passion? So, have some, um, give some time to think about it while I go on to Facebook Live to check if we are live successfully and if our audio is good to go and I'll come back to you, okay? Okay, sure. Okay, can let me just forget it. Okay, we are live. You can hear my voice. Okay. So I see someone coming on live. Okay. You're looking good. Just waiting for your part to come out. <laughs> okay, I can hear you loud and clear. And I see somebody coming on live. So for those who are coming on live, thanks for making time to come on live to watch. And for those who are listening to the podcast, uh, welcome. And uh, for those who are coming on live, do share with us where you are coming from. Um, drop a hi, um, say hi to us. And also, Pearlie, maybe you can say hi for those who are tuning in and for those who are watching us. Hello everyone, I'm Pauline. Pleased to have uh to be on the show with Kenneth. Thank you very much. Good, good. So Pauline, are you ready with your answer to the question of the day? Of course. Okay, give it to us. Okay. So your question was how do you find your passion? That's yes. from the last guest, right? Correct. Okay. I think passion is uh very individual. So uh if you really have a passion, it comes naturally. 
I realized, uh, okay, in a few decades that I've lived, <laughs> <laughs> how do you find your passion? It comes, and when it comes, you know that's it. Wow. That is so cliche and so wow. Like the aha moment is like, <laughs> but that's the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is pretty, pretty much um, when it comes, it, it, you, you just get it, right? You, you just know it. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's just like when you meet your life partner, you just know it. <laughs> pretty, pretty much uh, the, the same, I guess. So thanks for um, your answer to the question of the day. Now we can mm -hmm. officially kickstart with the show. So okay. uh, before we start, uh, maybe Pauline, you can do a short introduction of yourself to share with the audience and okay. the listeners uh, what, uh, what were you doing prior to you starting your own business and what's your background like, where are you from and uh, how did you get the inspiration to start your business? Okay, so basically ground zero. Ground zero uh, I've been um, doing marketing for an IT company dealing with regional uh, marketing. So we handle a lot of the pre PR, the uh, public publicity for the company. And that's in the IT industry. Yeah, so everything is very fast paced. It's a large corporation. And for regional, we, I do things like corporate videos, uh, um, customer videos, then uh, handling the press media, uh, handling the uh, top controls of the company as well. So that's my background, a lot in marketing, a lot in IT. And then uh, in, before uh, we start, I started the business, uh, of course, like most mompreneurs, I think most people will get married, have kids, and then wonder what's next. Are you <laughs> going to stop working for the kids? Yeah. And then what? So that's where I started as well. I was very fortunate. I had a very supportive husband. So he was working uh, and I decided to leave my job to care for the, the first, my firstborn. Mm. And uh, that's how it all started, baby wearing. And just now, I think uh, you've also made the introduction for me already. Mm. <laughs> I run baby slings and carriers. Yep. That's a baby wearing uh, business. I, we don't just do online. We more importantly have touch points for parents to learn how to use carriers. And uh, we have a physical showroom to allow people to try them on. So uh, how I started is because maybe about 12, 13, my oldest daughter is already 14 years old. Wow. So that's a long time. <laughs> In those days, there were, there were not a lot of tools. Mm. So uh, the sarong sling, as what everybody knows now, is the is a very simple piece of cloth. There were not many brands. I think locally there was only one brand. And then uh, that's how I started. I was proficient at it. A lot of people started to ask me to teach them how to use it. And then I was also a breastfeeding counselor. So I taught a lot of moms. They are very excited. But I know that uh, it's, not, it's not effective sharing with just moms around the neighborhood. Because mm. everybody's interested. Yep. And then that's what prompted me to uh, go into this. It's out of passion. The love for having the child close to myself and, the, and plus the fact that I didn't have any help mm. uh, at home. The, 
I don't know if it's common for people not to have uh, helpers at home. <laughs> I, I guess it's, it's common. Yeah, it's common, and especially nowadays where where couples they want to have their own fam, uh, own house, own flat, and maybe um, they their parents are um old, uh, very very elderly, weak, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty common. Yeah, it's common for people to have helpers, but uh, we decided we didn't want a helper then, mm. so I was uh sort of forced to manage everything myself mm. and uh, with all the uh, experiences talking to other mothers uh, and sharing with them uh, out, of, out of love uh, out of the interest for mm. uh, finding more ergonomic options that's where it started and that's why the last question you had uh, from the last speak, <laughs> uh, the person who, whom you had an interview with how do you find your passion that's when I say aha that's the idea <laughs> so it all started from yourself and, yeah. and because you are a mother and you need help and you were proficient in in baby wearing, especially with the sarong string and that's where a lot of your friends or mothers they they kind of got curious and, and that's where you started teaching. Is that is that how it started? Yeah, it's uh basically I started teaching mm. uh people how to use it. Uh and uh, how do I say this? So uh, basically, it's a lot of sharing and mm. that's when I decided to say, hey, why not uh, do something more? Because mm. people are not sure where to get them from as well. Okay. Yeah, and that's when uh, I really started this business. Mm. Those so, were the early days. Mm. So where, where you were mm. saying that you start teaching. So what, was it uh, when you start teaching, you already um, certify or you are just basing on your own... Um, some, did, did someone teach you about the baby wearing uh, techniques or especially for the, the sarong sling or it just from the sarong sling it started to grow your interest and that's where you find um, maybe someone expert or even to certify yourself? Good question. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> Basically, uh, it was from my own experience hmm. and over the, uh, over the years, of course, that has also allowed uh, me to study deeper into this, uh, this uh, area, baby mm. wearing. In fact, 11, uh, 12 years ago, when we, 11, 12 years ago when, that we started, when we started, there wasn't a lot of literature on it. Mm. Okay, there was no, no way uh, anyone would have uh, actually been able to uh, read up and uh, ask somebody for help and learn about it mm -mm. because it was a completely new field and it, May I dare to say that we are probably one of the first baby wearing shops, mm. especially stores, actually in the world. Yeah. With actually people from different countries coming by as um, uh, tourists. Yep. And they actually pop by to understand a little bit more about the business as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, today, 10 years, 11 years later, now we see a lot of spin-offs. Mm. So we are glad to see a lot of people as well helping other moms to actually uh, manage carrying their babies mm. in a more ergonomic manner. Yes. And I, I, I think I personally think that's a fit for us mm. too. Uh, and I believe that we have actually contributed to this rise as well. Definitely. And 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 you were saying that uh mm. your business started eleven years ago. In fact mm. I, I knew I, I think I shared with you I knew your company ten years ago mm. uh when I was working in Motherhood magazine and just that um my colleague she, she was servicing your account 
and yeah. I, I already know about your company just that because uh, she's she's taking good care of you uh and and i just heard of it and i i didn't expect that after after 10 years i get to meet you the founder of uh, baby carrier and sting baby sting, baby sting and carrier so i i didn't i didn't really realize hey oh okay i'm meeting perlin um and it, it was such a and, and the place that we met up was at the mommy support group and it's really, yeah, really really precisely. unique uh, and then when you start introducing um yourself and you pass me your name i was like hey this looks very familiar because back then uh in motherhood magazine we have listing and uh, mm-hmm. uh your, your company is, is uh took up the listing and i i, I just remembered it because mm-hmm. as for me i was new um in advertising sales as a new uh new i would say a new salesperson uh mm-hmm. my I would say I would say that my my bread and butter is to 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 promote this thing to all the clients, especially for new startup, for mompreneurs like you, um, mm-hmm. new startup, because it is the is the best. I would say the the it has the highest ROI for a lot of uh, clients who just basically mm-hmm. start up and want to have more exposure, and also you you mentioned that mm-hmm. uh you have started the business for eleven years. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's eleven long years, and um, your business is growing day by day, year by year, and mm-hmm. uh, you have set up a few others. Um, I would say other companies along the way, right? Other businesses mm-hmm. along the way. Mm-hmm. How did you manage to to grow your business, especially consistently for eleven years? Is there any any tricks or any secrets that a lot of people will be be curious? What is that, or maybe that's what is that one thing that you think that contribute to your uh, 11 years of business after having seated over 10,000 babies <laughs> <laughs> time to find something new mm. but the truth is um, I think there are gaps in the market uh, despite uh, because we are in the market uh, servicing a lot of uh, babies a lot of parents Mm-mm. we are on the front line we also see that a lot of people need things that's not available and not easily available. And a lot of times, there are a lot of products, but mm. then uh, the, the fact that um, people are actually not aware of what solutions in, uh, are available to them, mm. that's what uh, pushed us to actually look for solutions for them. Mm. And um, if you notice, most people may actually be selling things. <laughs> we, we, like, we are solution finders. Mm. So basically, somebody comes to you with a problem, we try to find a solution for them. And that's what drives uh, uh, my family actually to find solutions for them. To be very mm. honest with you, what's the secret? Having a close-knitted family who helps <laughs> around in the business as well. <laughs> wow, yes, yes. I, I totally agree that uh, you need a family. Uh, it's like, like um, I think it was yesterday I, I did a post, I talked about um, it, it takes a village to raise a kid, raise mm-hmm. a child. And for a business, you you need the whole family to really build the business, and and I still remember the first time when I um went to your office or your your store, and I saw that your your children are helping you, um in the midst, it's, your, it's your workplace, and also your home at the same time it means your children are there, and after that I hear I, I know from you that you are homeschooling your three kids right, mm-hmm. yeah yes so. So like maybe you can share share with the parents, the, the listeners out there that what is homeschooling um like and also why do you choose homeschooling and maybe share a few benefits about homeschooling for those who are 
uh, who wanted to to explore homeschooling. Maybe you can share with us, especially in in Singapore context. Okay, what do you want me to share? That's a huge thing. Right? <laughs> so basically, maybe you, you can about? share with us why um what makes you start homeschooling your your, your children. Uh, I guess with three kids is different ages. It might not be always very feasible to have them at uh all different places because mm. the timetables can be very very different. I've got a fourteen year old, mm. uh, and almost thirteen year old, and a four year old. Wow, huge gap. So a yeah, huge gap. So a four year old versus a teenager, their activities will be really really different. Mm. Okay, my older two have been through uh. The, like everybody else, they've gone to school, but uh, they finished uh, PSLE and mm. they decided to uh, unschool. Mm. So in a way, uh, what is homeschooling? Actually, there are different terms. Like there are homes, there's homeschooling, there's unschooling. So okay. in unschooling, mm-hmm. uh, I respect the child's choice mm-hmm. and uh, the family has to decide that there's something they want to do, that they want to pursue their own interests. Mm-hmm. So uh, in, in this context, we do not uh, specifically go for a uh, specific lesson, mm-hmm. but we allow them the, the uh, freedom to actually choose what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And when they have the passion for it, they will start to delve a little bit deeper. So we are really going for that, wow. for, especially for the older kids. Mm-hmm. So for the younger child, she'll be mainly doing more of homeschooling. <laughs> because when you talk about unschooling, Mm-mm. there's a lot to do with uh, the child's natural desires to learn. Mm-mm. And uh, even for my youngest, we actually allow her to choose what she wants to learn. Mm-mm. But while choosing what she wants to learn, then how do you incorporate uh, things like um, the alphabets uh, and then counting the basic skills? That part would be more of the homeschooling, so it's a little bit more prepared. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and also, um, like you, you mentioned, you give your uh, yourself a title which is called mm. a mommy octopus. So I'm just curious, how how do you, why why do you title yourself as a mommy octopus? Mommy octopus, yeah. as you may have already noticed, uh, in your last visit, <laughs> we met up <laughs> just yes. for just for the uh, people who are tuning in. We we had a I met up with Tanner hmm. and uh, he probably saw that uh my child is some somehow in the background sometimes yes. <laughs> and uh why mommy octopus at work they are there as well yes so sometimes uh apart from work uh I have to set up set up uh set aside some time for them hmm. and uh guide them and uh talk to them especially the youngest hmm. okay. But uh, when I say mummy octopus, it isn't like uh, what everybody thinks. I'm actually all not for multitasking. Mm. Oh. <laughs> actually, I'm all for single tasking. That's how my brain works. Okay. That's what I hope to achieve. But I think uh, in, in uh, every, the modern society, not just women, even the men, mm. they'll find that... Uh, it might be very, very difficult to just do one thing at one time because mm. a lot of times you have many other responsibilities yep. and to do all of those. And uh, being a mummy octopus means that uh, after work, I do have to go back and uh, prepare dinner. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you got wow. everything rolled into one. So mm. mommy octopus. I I like the part where you say that um a lot of people want um feel that as a mommy you need to multitask and as a parent you need to multitask. In fact, what you have pointed out and what I realized after interviewing a lot of mompreneurs is a lot of them say focus. Do one mm -hmm. thing at one time because you when you do one thing good, you'll be able to move on to the the next one. And sometimes multitasking is just a form of deceiving yourself that you are busy doing things, being effective, but you are not at all. Mm -hmm. I do not know whether you agree with that. Because this is what I, I, I learned and what I, I heard from a lot of mompreneurs when I interview them. They always say that be 100% present. That means when you are at work, be 100% present, focus on it, finish the task, and you move on to the next one. Because when you are doing a lot of things at the same time, you are not progressing. Mm -hmm. Let's say you do the, the maybe eighteen thirty percent, do beating fifty percent. Everything is hanging down there. You can never get any task complete, and that's where a lot of parents feel that they are depleting in terms of uh, energy, physically, mm -hmm. mentally, emotionally. Mm -hmm. That's why they feel depleted because they are they are spreading themselves very thin, and that's where a lot of mompreneurs they suggest that being focused, being hundred percent present will be the key thing that how they can feel can be can feel fulfilled and to be able to get past complete. I completely agree with that. <laughs> yeah, that's why I say while well, I say I'm mommy octopus mm. is because of circumstances, but I really, really prefer single tasking. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. So that would that that's a very, very good tip that you have just shared is to um do one single thing at one time rather than doing mm -hmm. multi multitasking, which is not going to work. Especially for uh for mommy, and also at the same time, it kind of bring us bring us to today's topic and how to pursue your interests, uh can change your family life. I see that 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 for you, you are leading a very much different um family life as compared to a lot of mothers. Is it because of you uh stepping into entrepreneurship, you mm -hmm. having your own business, that's where you can be in control and integrate. And how does pursuing your interests change your family life? Maybe Feli, mm -hmm. you can share more with us on this that leads to our topic of the day. Okay. Uh, firstly, I think you brought up a very good point, being in control. Mm. I would say being a, a mom is already not easy. Being an entrepreneur is not easy as well because there are always things that uh, you can do on both ends and they never end. Mm. <laughs> so it's always very, very difficult to marry the two. But uh, pursuing the interest in this case is my passion to actually help more mothers learn how to effectively hold their babies mm. in a more uh, effective manner so that they themselves can continue a proper lifestyle. And uh, that's my passion. So having, I'm now actually pursuing this on a daily basis. Mm. Uh, and what happens is that as a result of the business, I also find that the family can actually come closer together. Yeah. Instead of um, everybody having their own uh, schedules, a lot of times the children actually get help as well mm. in the business. And that actually brings the family closer together. Yes, no doubt, sometimes we have to skip dinner. <laughs> like we have dinner really late, even the four-year-old. Mm. Uh, but having the family together is really what matters. So I would say that uh, no matter what anybody picks up and do, I think interest actually drives you 
And as a result, if you can bring your family in as well, mm. that would be actually a perfect blend. Yeah. You cannot. You you may not always be successful, but well, that's always a start. <laughs> All right. Right. That's that's always yeah. a better way. Yeah. And I I believe that what you have just shared um is is what maybe a lot of mothers that are especially working moms they are looking for, but they are always um fearful of stepping into something of the unknown, especially doing a business or even pursuing your interests. So, Berlin, how, how, because you were, you were in corporate, that means you're working uh, for someone, and how did you transit from a job to starting your own business? How did that mindset come in? Uh, maybe, I, maybe I can go back a little bit on what you said. Actually, if, you, if I were to compare uh, working in a corporate mm. uh, life com- compared to being in an a entrepreneur role, the only difference is actually control. Mm. Okay? Uh, as for time and uh, all that, I think uh, it's relative. A lot mm. of people think that being an entrepreneur means that uh, you have a lot of time, you have a lot of money. Okay, mm. that's not true. <laughs> that's a myth. <laughs> but uh, what I'm trying to say is that but you do have control. Mm. And how how did I transit from a, a corporate lifestyle to a, to a, um, in between I was a homemaker actually. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. So and then uh, it was more like corporate into homemaker and mm. homemaker was uh, pretty much crazy because it's all dependent on the child. Yeah. But from the homemaker to a uh, 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 entrepreneur then you will have to rethink everything because <laughs> you may have to start scheduling things in corporate it's always like you have meetings and everything is like kind of schedule it's always very fast paced mm. but as an entrepreneur you realize that you don't have a boss to set goals for you <laughs> <laughs> there's no targets it's yeah. everything is on your own target so I would say um, uh a good way to actually transit into uh, uh, entrepreneur from a corporate background is to actually wake up <laughs> really and seriously and then uh, to actually dress up for the role. Mm. I think that's a tip for mothers who are transiting and they find that they are not able to keep up and sometimes they find that it's hard to, to have a schedule, then I think uh, the key things would be to actually um, make it a habit mm. to actually dress up and treat it as uh, it's also corporate. Mm. And But but then you need to actually set aside time because that's what you are... <laughs> uh, why you actually started on this path is to also spend a little bit of time with your yep. family being in control. So right. these are the things that you need to do before you can actually transit into a proper entrepreneur lifestyle. Yes, yes, definitely. Does and, that and answer your question? Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> it, it, it does, it does. And also, I, I, I realized that um, what you have shared, I basically break down into two, two things. First thing is, even you step mm-hmm. into entrepreneurship as a parent, you still need discipline. Yeah, yeah, that's right. the right word to use. Yeah, yes. you, you need you still need discipline, and also uh, what I heard a lot of mompreneurs always say that, um, we taught a lot of people taught that by leaving their job they can have all the time they want. In fact, they can have all the time they want, 
but it's also an, a problem when they have all the time they want, where they use it, um, they do not manage it. And that's where time management comes in. Even you start your own business, even you as an entrepreneur, you still need mm-hmm. to have your time scheduled uh, being laid out. You still need to allocate the time for your family, for your, mm-hmm. for your business. So which is also important. And that's what um, a lot of working mothers have this misconception of, okay, you, uh, if I step into entrepreneurship, uh, I'm my own boss. I can, can sleep now. I can watch my drama. I can do work on my business later, which does not work that way. You don't you don't plan plan according to your feeling because mm-hmm. um a lot of time we human beings we tend to procrastinate we tend to mm-hmm. drag things and we tend to get lazy and that's where the time management comes in you still need a schedule like from what time to what time you still need that just that you are in con- control and very mm-hmm. much that I want to share with a lot of moms uh, out there especially working moms if you are in a job you are not in control at all because your time is your company's time your time is your your boss's time everything is not your under your control and more often a lot of working moms only left so much time for themselves which all this time is being even given up for their children and that's where over time a lot of mothers deplete over um, like mentally physically emotionally sometimes psycho- psychologically and that's where a lot of them um, went into depression they have low self-esteem low self-confidence because they are mm-hmm. not in control. That's why a lot of us uh, fell into debt. And also, um, like what, what, what is your take on work-life balance? Because when we talk about control, do you feel that you have more control in achieving work-life balance or what is work-life balance to you? Better control of work-life balance after uh, I started on this path or <laughs> before? <laughs> uh, after you started on this path. I will say corporate actually gives me okay. I I have to be very no, truthful. No okay, it's good, it's good I think yeah. In every, it depends on what you see entrepreneurs as. Mm. Because even in a job, you can be like an entrepreneur. Mm, yeah. You can actually think like an entrepreneur. Mm. So I would say there is no really no huge difference. Mm. Uh, in terms of before and after, but I would say. If uh, on an entrepreneur's path, it means that I can decide to say goal-wise mm. how far I want to stretch it. <laughs> so, and that actually will affect your work-life balance. Mm. Okay. So for uh, on an entrepreneur path, the work-life balance is something that can be within your control. Mm. But uh, it's a very big answer. But sometimes if you do have to yeah, uh, B2C kind, mm. then uh, sometimes you may find yourself uh, being stretched a little. Yep. And that's when, as an entrepreneur, you actually have a right to say no. <laughs> <laughs> the difference between that and uh, if somebody's oh, working, of course, yeah. the fact is that you, you are not able to say no because mm. then uh, uh, you have somebody to report to. <laughs> yes, and, and maybe your work will be jeopardized because you say no to your clients and, and your boss will be on your toes asking, yeah. you, Pauline, why, why, didn't, why you say no to the client? Yeah, so, so that part is a little bit tricky, but mm. I would say that uh, overall, if you have an entrepreneurial mindset, yep. you can actually bring it to the uh, workplace as well. That's possible, mm. but that also depends on how uh, open your boss is about that now. 
Yes, definitely. So, and also, uh, maybe you can share more on how did like pursuing your interest, like what, what is that interest that you were saying, especially out to the, all the mothers, like pursuing your interest that would change your family's life? Like how did it um, happen on, 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 your, on your side? Like what um, is the interest that you're pursuing? And also, uh, how did it change your family life, for example? Can you repeat the question? Okay, like for your case, um, because today's topic we are going, we, we are talking about how pursuing your pet, mm -hmm. uh, your interest can change your family life. Like for you, um, maybe you can uh, share with us some examples, like like you pursuing this business, you pursuing to help more mothers, to empower more mothers, to carry their baby in in a better way, in in the mm -hmm. best way, and how does it change your your own family life? Maybe okay. some you can share some examples. Okay, good examples would be uh, the fact that uh, I'm able to bring the kids to work mm. and uh, you, we already talk about uh, them actually learning, picking things up along the way mm. and I think it presents to them a lot of uh, opportunities to learn from real life examples. Mm. Okay, so uh, they may not learn from the textbooks how to handle uh consumer mm. or how to talk to a business partner mm. I've actually because of the business I've also actually brought them to meetings with me Wow! so and I'm very very uh, blessed to have um, business partners who are open to such arrangements mm. because mm. I've also brought really small baby <laughs> there as well and uh, for the older ones I think uh that has actually helped them to appreciate what we do mm. and uh, how we make a living. Because I realized that uh, a lot of times, teenagers or uh, slightly older children mm. are not able to appreciate that because a lot of times they see their parents dress up and then they don't know what's happening. End of the day, they come back, they eat their dinner, bathe and go to sleep. So when you ask them, what does your parent do for work? <laughs> don't know. Don't know, just go to office. What's an office? I don't know. <laughs> so I, I think it helps uh, my kids to appreciate um, uh, the real world mm. and to actually learn how to manage real life situations yeah. and uh, how to actually handle difficult situations as well. So uh, I believe that uh, this may not actually be possible uh, if I'm working for somebody else because... Uh, I'll definitely be working in our in an office. Yes, yes. and that and, is not possible to bring the kids there. Correct, correct. And yeah. and this is something that I I love to bring mompreneurs who have been in business for more than ten years, while their children are in their teens or even sometimes teenage. And um, like like you mentioned that your kids are seeing you, because our mm -hmm. children our, our our children don't hear what we say; they see what we do. Mm -hmm. So, us being entrepreneur, like for you, you do your business, you can bring your children along, mm -hmm. they see how you deal with your clients, deal with partners, they see how you respond, uh, how hardworking you are because they are in the office, they are also at, uh, help, helping you at the same time, maybe to pack some stocks, or uh, even to help, uh, even to witness you teaching another client how to baby wear uh, their own baby, and they tend to also come in um, to help out and also maybe to play with the children, play with the baby, 
and a kind of babysitting and they're building what I call life skills where a lot of children nowadays are not having. Like what you mentioned is really, really true. If their parents are always going to work and most children will have no idea what their daddy mommy is doing, working, what are they working as. And only entrepreneurial children, uh, children of entrepreneurs like you, um, they have that, they, they see what their parents do every day and they see how they handle situation and they, they sometimes can, can make themselves useful. Like for me, my daughter, whenever I have workshop, I will ask my, my daughter, hey darling, can you help me to pack my goodie bags? Like all the mm-hmm. samples. So she will be... It's wonderful. Uh, she'll feel good because she's being used... Um, She's, she felt that she's useful. She has helped uh, daddy to do some chores and uh, she'll be rewarded like maybe to the play- playground and stuff like that. Or maybe she felt that she's, she said, hey, Papa, when's your next event? I- I'm always touched when she said, when's my next workshop? So she can help me to, to them is having fun. But I will see that, that she knows that she needs to put in effort to get certain things back, not like um, feel that they're entitled for certain things. And I believe that this will help our children to cross a better future. Mm-hmm. And entrepreneurship is something that I feel that all parents can consider. Have a shot at entrepreneurship because you will be, a, the, I would say, the, a very good role model for your children because in, in, few, in, in a few years' time, five to ten years' time, their world will be, will be different. We need more of this life skill. They need all these life skills to be uh, in them in order to take charge of their, their future or even their children's future. And that is what I see a lot of mompreneurs' children as they grew up. I have mompreneurs who have been in business for 20 over years. Their children is already a young adult. And they embody all these life skills like resilience, endurance, perseverance, social skills, negotiation skills, and also the creative mind thinking. Because they know that, okay, mommy can, um, uh, mommy allows me to have all this education. And when I grew up, I, if I can find something that I can use my degree or my qualification to look for a job, and the job is something that I love, then I can do that. But on the other, on the other side, I know that I have another option, which is to step into, to build a business, to step mm-hmm. into entrepreneurship, or even help my daddy mommy to manage the business, to help them in their business. So at least they have different options, rather than they only have option A, which is just a job. Because we know that with a lot of artificial intelligence coming on, automation coming on, our children's um, society will be different. The job mm-hmm. society will be different because a lot of jobs will be replaced. A lot of jobs will be disrupted. So their future will be different. And whatever they are, they are studying now is not going to be much applicable in the future. Yeah. So this is what I see. So... Thanks for, for sharing and also uh, you are like Pauline, you, you are a testimonial to share with a lot of mothers that entrepreneurship helps your children to grow differently and I would say that would help them to be much different from their peers because they, they are able to have the life skills uh, that will be with them for life. Not like, yeah. like education, not like qualification and all that. So um, time has flies and, and, and uh, have, I have a lot of things that I want to want to ask you, but uh, maybe you can share with the audience and the listeners, how can they get connected with you? Okay, they can uh, connect with me through uh, Facebook. 
Mm. Okay, can do so through Baby Slings and Carriers Facebook. Uh, I think that's also in the links, uh, yeah. in events link. And then uh, they can also reach us through the, reach me through the Baby Gates and Safety uh, Facebook link. Mm. And we also have an IG, the handle is Baby Slings and Carriers. So that's where you can reach me at. Uh, I may not always see everything. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, no problem. So anyway, uh, yeah. for, for those who are watching and listening, I've included uh, the link for you to connect with Pauline uh, in the description or even in the comments. So, uh, so Pauline, now is your time for you to post the question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. So for I see that uh, there are some uh, people coming still on live. Uh, so Pauline, when, when Pauline um, share her question of the day for those who are coming on live, you can comment uh, below your answers to share with us what are the answers to Pauline's question of the day. So Pauline, are you ready with your question of the day? Yes. Okay, share it with us. Okay. I hope this has not been asked before. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Okay, the question of the day is knowing what you do hmm. now, today, will you change anything? Okay. Knowing what you do now, Will you change anything, is it? Yes. Okay. Okay, so the question of the day, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the question of the day posted by Pauline is, knowing what you do now, will you change anything? Yeah, and why? And why, okay. Okay, so the question of the day posted by Pauline is knowing what you do now will you change anything if you change anything why do you change it all right what's the reason that you change okay so uh for those who are watching it live you can post your comment below share it with us your answers and also uh for the next guest uh, this will be the question of the day do uh stay tuned and also um last but not least berlin any last advice for the mothers who are sitting on the fence thinking whether they should pursue their interests or passion or even step into entrepreneurship. Any last advice for them, Pauline? If you have the passion, just do it. But uh, additionally, uh, if anybody is really interested, anybody uh, hearing this is interested in uh, pursuing a career in baby wearing, we are also actually opening up uh, opportunities for that for other mompreneurs to, uh, to be to start their own businesses. And I hope uh, I can join you in this effort to invite more people to, be, to own their own businesses. Yeah. And uh, they can connect with us, uh, with me. Uh, we are actually planning uh, platforms for them to actually run their business, especially if they are also passionate about baby wearing. Wow, wow. So that is so empowering and that is also one of my mission and in fact to create a platform and Pauline is one of them that, you, uh, that she has created this platform to empower more mothers to step up and also to step into entrepreneurship to be in control and live life on their own terms and in, in, in that they will be able to spend more time with their children right Pauline? Yep. Okay. Thanks a lot Pauline for sharing uh, such a great advice and for those who are still tuning in I'm so so thankful that uh, for you guys uh, on the support and it has been the fast about coming to an hour. Thanks for tuning in and for those who are listening, uh, do stay tuned and thank you for listening. And last but not least, thanks Pauline for coming on live. 
uh, sharing um, your advice, sharing your inspiring stories with all the parents that are tuning in now. And um, thank you very, very thank much. Thank you very and, much, Kenneth. The pleasure is all mine. No problem. No problem. And thanks a lot for uh, those who are tuning in. Uh, thanks for making time. Thanks, Pauline. And um, that's all for today. And Kenneth here signing off with Pauline. Thanks for watching Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting, and life. And I shall see you guys in the next episode. See you guys. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Pauline. Thanks for making time. Thank you. Thank you. See you. Bye-bye.